Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It is Tuesday. Just heard that uh, weather forecast. This is, in fact, for better or worse, as we like to call it, the noon report. Um, Different type of news today, and I'm going to touch on a lot of it. The story out of the Rhode Island State House is um, it's very, very concerning. And I, I don't I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon for Governor McKee because <clears throat> there's a lot of different elements to it. But part of the this you, you can't ignore the politics that have entered into you know, and Justin Katz, um, who we do the segment with every Monday, I think he summed that up <clears throat> pretty well, that everything becomes, for some people, uh, everything becomes the cause now. Everything becomes the protest, so to speak. So when, when you're dealing with that, <clears throat> it changes the dynamic of of a lot of things because you you have the individuals <clears throat> you have the individuals who are basically um let me just read the story i can't believe these people that just that just go by headlines um it it, it really alters everything because there are people that then hijack the cause, right? I mean, you have people that are homeless, but a problem that develops is, in fact, the the advocates that then kind of <clears throat> hijack the cause for, for their own cause. And then that's why then these things uh, tend to permeate a little bit. So I want to welcome everybody tuning in on Facebook Live where we do our noon report live. And folks, this portion of the program, so, you know, there's still plenty of time before Christmas, but I I encourage you to go where I go, or went, I should say. I went on Sunday, and we get our tree from PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, and they've had a fantastic season. Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron, everything you need, folks, for this holiday season. Stop in and see them. They have balsam Fraser fir cut trees, nothing like a Fraser fir, three feet to eight feet tall, <clears throat> big full as well, potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, 10 inch, 60 inch in size. They have Christmas, as they call it, swag and mistletoe. And on top of that, they also have hanging baskets, roping, cut greens, decorative pots, Christmas crafts, unique gift certificates are available. Stop in and see them. They also have the custom-made birdhouses and custom-made sleighs from local artists. Firewood is available. Pick up a delivery. Folks, they're open seven days a week. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Look for them on Facebook. I praise Debbie because she does update the Facebook page. So many uh, advertisers. Um, it's It's important to... Look open, so to speak. How about you drive by a business sometimes? You're like, are they open? Are they not open? Uh, I tell all businesses, once a week, once a week, people will look to see if your last posting was happy 4th of July, everybody, or we know it's tough during the pandemic. Eh, That's how people are judging your business. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, this Christmas season, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. All right, so we have a developing story out of Cranston. I'm going to see... We may have the person that did the post uh, have her on to talk a little bit about it. It's it's interesting. I, I like stories like this, easy kind of to understand. And, folks, check out topedro.com. We also have the story. That Richard Gardner, that is horrendous. Um, that guy, he shouldn't even be out of prison. He is a convicted child rapist, and there he is. And you can see the... We have photos. I have someone that follows him. He follows TikTok videos. He posts pictures of himself with kids in the background. It's it's a disgrace. But, you know, we, we have a, a battle right now with the progressive advocates. 
you know, the Senator Tierra Max of the world. Remember, they want to abolish the prisons. They want to let. <clears throat> this is something that I believe that the Rhode Island Republican Party, and specifically, I'll say Ashley Kalis, where they really failed is they gave a free pass to the Democrat Party as a whole, as far as the progressive wing. It, you know, going into they want to abolish the prisons and defund the police. Mayor Fung went after the Fung campaign went after Seth Magazine with the defund the police. But the Kalis campaign, not so much. And Aaron Gukian went after and he won. He won on that. It was a winning issue. But anyhow, folks, check it all out on the website, petro.com Brought to you by the Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. You want to get together someone for the holidays? Stop in and see them at the Coincident. There's a link on the website. All right, so we have a story that um, we just posted a short time ago. On, um, oh, my God. Enough. God, some of these people. Stop. Hold on. Stop. Texting me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyhow, I want to um, I want to just double check that there's a story that we posted. Let me see if I can get her on as a guest um, to go into the story a little bit. Uh, well, that doesn't sound very welcoming. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, can you be a guest on the program? My show? Let me see if I get an answer on that. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. This is a story. I think it's interesting. Um, Check it out where you have apparently this woman posted at 1213 um, on this Tuesday. Check out the website, tobitro.com. A woman posted that her goddaughter went into a nail salon in Cranston and they wouldn't stamp her card uh, because she apparently only has one hand. So as she's trying to get a man, you know, get in and get your nails done. And um, uh, that particular place would not see. I No, it is not. It's not satire. I have this thing, folks, um, not to go on a rant here, but we we are such a, a um, people are such just headline readers. I think that's a bigger problem than people that talk about fake news and some of this other stuff that goes on. People don't, they just don't read stories anymore. <clears throat> I'll post a story about DePetro.com. Do you, do you think the people, you know, that do you think you just click on the link to read the story? They do not. I, I don't know about that. I don't I disagree. I don't think that's a, a Cranston thing. Only in Cranston. I, I, I don't think so. Uh, um, so you have a girl that has read. Feel free to read the story. Read the story. God. Maybe I shouldn't. I mean, now I'm just going to get myself all upset. These people drive me. I don't know what's what's more annoying. You know, that is more annoying. The people that just don't read. They just, everything is a comment on a, maybe I spend so much time on social media. I mean, part of it's part of the job, but. Then it's, oh, okay. Narcotics unit. Wow. Huh. Big uh, drug raid in North Providence. That's interesting. So let me just see. I'm going to guess that once again, I posted the story and the people are not reading the story. They just then comment off the headline. I like how they have questions, but questions could easily be answered if they would. Gee, I don't know. Read the headline, read the story, perhaps. But anyhow, um, we'll see. So this this young girl apparently goes into a nail salon on Atwood Avenue. And they must have a program where if you're a regular um, customer, they stamp your card. 
so she's a regular at this place called Diva Nails on Atwood Avenue. Now, I did message the the individual that posted it, the godmother, I guess. And um, but here's the thing: the, the the place is saying, well, they only charged a half price. Well, they only did one hand, as opposed to what charging a full price. I I mean, well, they only charged her half. Well, they only did one hand. So I don't know. This could be a young person that doesn't know any better or someone that's not paying attention. I know it is difficult. Many times with a lot of businesses, they have trouble. You have trouble getting people to work there. And that as a, as a result of that, many of their frontline employees that are dealing with the public are maybe not as trained as they have been in the past. So there are mistakes that, that, that are made. And also, on top of that, listen, I've, I've worked in businesses where the, quote, manager is a nitwit. And they make bad decisions. That happens. But so it's Diva Nails at Atwood Avenue. And you have this young college student. She's a girl. And apparently she has a frequent customer program card that they offer at these places. And so you give it to them to stamp the card. And then I would imagine after so many, you get a free, you know, a free manicure or something like that. Well, she wanted the card stamped. She was informed only since she only has one hand, it doesn't meet the requirements. Well, maybe they're saying that you'd have to go twice. Therefore, they would not stamp her card. So the, her godmother, very, very upset, posted about it. And then the Diva Nail Salon at Atwood Avenue said, hi, all value customers. I, she misunderstand Diva Salon charged her half price. <laughs> um, she's been a client since she was a kid. We're very sorry, but people are just crushing them on social media. But here's the part. Well, we only charged her half as opposed to what? You have of some of this, the godmother was posting, often here business is going out of the way for the handicapped, underprivileged, homeless. And then you have Diva Nails that say to the girl, no, you you can't be part of the frequent customer program because you only have one hand. (laughs) I I mean, are you kidding me? What, you wouldn't stamp her card? I mean, give the kid a break. So I'm trying to reach the woman that posted it um, they would just not stamp her card saying she didn't meet the requirement she's only charged half price so in the end they don't be giving her half a manicure I don't know about half a manicure they well they she only according to you only has one hand wonderful young college girl works two jobs played softball never asked any special privileges same as everyone else. Well, you're certainly drawing attention to the story. But again, I'm not um, trying to single the person out. I don't understand this business that they're saying, well, you know, well, we only charged half. Well, as opposed to what? You'd charge your full price for a manicure when she only has one hand? Diva Nail Salon at what Avenue. Frequent customer program, stamp your card. Her goddaughter goes there, wanted her card stamped, informed her, since you only have one hand, you can't be part of the frequent customer program. We'll just charge you half. (laughs) So I went on the, so people are just trash in this place. Diva Nail Salon. And um, maybe I'll try to call them during the news. I do see the phone number. They, um, I think they took down the post where they were trying to defend their their actions. And I have no idea the quality of their work. 240 Atwood Avenue. Grizz them. They, um, let me just check some of the, you know, I don't, is it possible, dare I say, could be a language barrier? In some way, possible. 
have to be cautious how we phrase that, but I'm just going off the way the wording was done. Of, And then I'm seeing a, looks like a Christmas photo from 2018. And seem to be some people where it could be English as a second language. I think I can say that. So anyhow, uh, maybe I'll call them during the the one o'clock news if they want to come on the air and talk about this. I did message the woman who posted it, Debbie Hill, about her goddaughter. And um, she's saying she was never told she wasn't welcome. I, I didn't say they told her she's not welcome, but it just doesn't seem very welcoming. Well, you can't be part of the. You don't fit the requirement for the frequent customer program since you are only have one hand. <clears throat> that doesn't sound very welcoming to me. But that's me. Uh, call them. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know about that. Uh, there's different options. Do they just read? You know, this is a good one thing about social media is I do use it. I then clear out. It's like when you go bowling, clears out the dead wood and the anyone that doesn't read stories. I then just get rid of. There's no reason. Um, oh, OK. Well, doesn't sound very welcoming. Doesn't sound very welcoming the same privileges were not extended to her because she only has one hand well she she's not welcome to be part of the frequent customer program because of the one hand of the uh frequent customer program. I mean, that sounds so um, tone deaf to me that someone would make that call. We have a frequent customer program that we stamp your card every time you have a manicure and then whatever the number is. When you hit so many with your card, you, I'm sure, get a free manicure or something, some kind of a discount. Oh, wait a minute. You don't qualify. You only have one hand. I mean, it sounds very, like, what? but that, why would that matter that she only has one hand? She should still be able to be part of the frequent customer program. Every time she goes in, so they're saying, well, we only charge you to do one hand, as opposed to what? Charging you for the same as two hands? I think she's letting her off the hook. It's not an issue of being welcomed. Well, it is actually. Same privilege is not extended because she only has one hand. Well, no one's saying they turned her away, but she's not part of the uh, of the program. So anyhow, we'll see if we can. <laughs> I like some of the people are then putting people in the media in comments, and some of them have never done a story in their life. I'm not going to mention any names. What is the drill? Oh, yeah, like that person has ever done a story. But anyhow, all right. Hey, folks, I want to, let me just double check, folks. I know uh, Juan's a little bit on a 1225 on this Tuesday. By the way, tomorrow night, Cranston PD Live. Cranston PD Live tomorrow night, Wednesday night at 6. Let's see. Let's see where we are here. Um, I'm well aware that I'm live on the air, folks. Uh, is that it? Yes. Um, let's see. All right. Well, check out the Facebook page for our friend Tom Bryan for Ameriprise Financial Advisors. Now, I think I shared his... Facebook page. I know I'm a little Facebook heavy here, folks, with what I'm talking about. Let me um, 
I just want to double check that. That I I had asked him to update his Facebook page so then we could. Um, all right. Well, I'll, I'm going to come back. He does have a Facebook page, but at 12:26, I want to um, remind you folks. End of the year. Let me just tell him to send me the link. Very Facebook heavy during this. Okay. Please send link. I want to make sure I have the page. I want to encourage you at 1226, end of the year, make sure your finances are in order. And folks, remember, for over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice, clients, unique goals. Millions of Americans retire on their terms, when they want, where they want, doing what they want. Ameriprise Financial Advisor, Tom Bryan, true to the vision, putting clients first. First, ready to help you get where you want to be today and well into the future. Put the strength of a leader in retirement planning to work for you. Free consultation, one-on-one relationship. Tom Bryan will work with you, develop a financial plan, track track progress towards your goal. Call right now, free consultation, and then I am going to share the Facebook page, 401-434-1510. 401-434-1510. Call now. Free consultation. Sit down. Get some solid advice. It doesn't cost you anything. At least, you know, let him look under the hood a little bit. Put you on track, regardless of what age you are at. Take advantage of this free consultation. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. 401-434-1510. 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massoid Avenue in East Providence. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors. And I will share that page on Facebook, um, on the Facebook page, probably at some point during the course of the program. Well, folks, right now at 1228, uh, I mentioned in the first hour, we haven't seen one of those in, in a while. But that is an interesting dynamic that the the person, the guy that they thought jumped in a, a car, stole a car, then they happened to be a three-year-old in the back seat. That, that was a high-profile story. Now they have charges dropped against me in a stolen car case. I haven't seen one of those in a while. I mean, they thought they had a solid arrest. Um, I also note you don't see, there's no talk about why isn't, someone asked me, that, you know, I think you could make an argument. What about charges against the mother? One of the news stations said she went in to do some shopping. She she stopped at Fernandez Liquor Store on Broad Street, which is in a very dangerous section of South Providence, right across from Burger King. And it's situated between the Burger King in South Providence, in the McDonald's, right there on Broad Street. That is a high crime area. And what about the mother that left the car running with the three-year-old inside? She does seem to be off the hook. But I feel for Providence Police, they had an eyewitness that identified, yep, that's the guy that I saw run out of the car. And he followed the car. They there was a, an, an awful lot of um, there was an awful lot of, of of trust, credible witness. I saw an interview with the guy. I think it was on NBC Ten, and he felt, you know, he was like, "Hey, I just did my thing." In fact, I'll play the audio of that. I also saw another headline: Court reinstates driver's license to two Providence women, part of a restoration program. Why are we doing this? All fees and fines waived. Caught driving with a license back when President Bush was president. 16 years later, she she still is not driving. The number one people get arrested is for driving with a suspended license. There's a reason for that. Many of them are unable to get a license. There's also, there are many, many people and individuals, as we see with Cranston PD Live, that, and this is common, you saw this with the 
with the Olivia Passaretti case where they take the plate off of one car and just put it on another vehicle. And when that happened with the Olivia Passaretti case, they tracked it to a guy in Lincoln who said, no, no, I sold that car. And then they figured out, you know, he had just moved it to another, another vehicle. So... Um, but I want to find the um, that story that initially had the the man that was involved with that story, where he he was. I, I'm pretty sure they interviewed the guy that was kind of like the I don't know about a hero, but 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 definitely someone that hey, thanks to him, he tracked him down and. Got an interview, and everyone was running with the the story of the they they thought they had the right guy, and he was in in court and on television. You know, when they showed him on on the news reports, he was then trying to hide himself from the camera, and now we know why he was claiming he was at. That he was absolutely not the guy and at the mall. And to his credit, this poor guy, he said, if you, you know, check the video at the mall, you'll see that I was at the mall. That wasn't me. I just don't remember the last time that they, that somebody kind of got it wrong that way. Or maybe it was in the, um, I know the Providence Journal, I know I, um, they have the witness saw the man make a move on the driver's door of the Honda Accord. The observer, who's in his own vehicle, witness kept eyes. Police found the child, learned from him. He had fled into the hotel. They got the wrong guy. That I, I just don't remember the last time that um, with this Fernandez Liquors. I mean, now you have this guy that's going to the mall, and then he comes out and jumps on the bus, comes off the bus. They said he was running, but maybe maybe it was cold out. And therefore, they grab him. You know, there's the witness. Yeah, that's the guy. And the next thing you know, that it was actually the, um, it was the, happened to be, oh, sorry about that wrong individual that was involved in that so but i want to um folks on this tuesday i'm going to talk about the situation with the rhode island state house because this this is building with the mckee administration and i don't think it needs to be building in the manner that it is right now with this showdown that's going on kind of with the homeless advocates. Folks, right now, this portion of the program of the John DePietro Show on this Tuesday, it's brought to you by Propane Plus. Heating and cooling, Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. If you use propane, contact Propane Plus today. Three generations, they're available 24-7, for service and delivery. They've been in the business for three generations. They're going to serve you for a long time. They offer online billing, schedule your service or delivery at the click of a button. All customers receive a free safety inspection, automatic delivery as well. Contact Propane Plus today. And they also have a very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com. You just put in your zip code. You check whether it's residential or commercial. Propane Plus. Call them today for all your propane needs, 401-885-4209. And in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, you can always listen online at the website. You just log on to DePietro.com, and then you'll see right on the website where it says listen live so if you log on no matter where you are when i was in ukraine i could click on petro.com and listen so wherever you are if you can find the website at the very top it says listen live you click on that 
and you can hear the show. This portion of the program right now, what time is it? 1236, 1236 on this Tuesday. Hey, there's a link on the website for Burke's Martial Arts Self-Defense Fitness Martial Arts. It's not your imagination. I mean, there are some people out there that are definitely a little off. You want to make sure it doesn't matter, male, female, whatever age, you can defend yourself. Jake Burke is like special forces, folks. 880 Eddy Street in Providence. It's Burke's Self-Defense Fitness Martial Arts. And it's also Atomic Kickboxing. There's a link right on the website, which is petro.com. So, folks, those watching on Facebook, you can see behind me. That is the Den of Thieves, the Rhode Island State House. And the situation that I, I played some of the sound in the, the first hour, and I want to give credit to Brian Crandall of NBC10, the amount of trash and needles at the homeless encampment outside of of the state house. Um, listen, th- this is completely unnecessary. It's ridiculous. There are people that, through various challenges, do find themselves homeless. And that is a, a tough situation to be in. It is, um, it says a lot that we have the ability, and we should to have what you know better lack of a better word but a safety net to try to help those that may fall into something like that but but that said there is no excuse for the way that they are treating the Rhode Island State House and the way that they're finding syringes and needles and all that trash that that's not a matter of that's not a matter of being homeless you know, I've I've talked about this sometimes in the past. And many times being keeping, you know, whether it's basic hygiene or how you behave or how you keep your home, no matter how big or where it's located, you know, I have at different times interacted with people who some you know, through no fault of their own. They were just in poverty. They were poor. But I remember going into their home and very poor, but you could you could eat off the floor. It was so clean. And, you know, there's the old thing that people would talk about. They put on their Sunday's Sunday best. There are people that you would sometimes maybe you see at services at church and, and they wear the, the nicest, finest clothes they have. They keep their home the best they can for different reasons, could be certainly out of their control. They are, they struggle financially, but that's, that, that's, that's no excuse to then have to be in squalor or a pigsty. As I said, there is someone that I've known for a very long time, and she has moved around from time to time. She's had some physical problems, is friendly with her daughter. You would go into her house, and I mean it was immaculate. The home that she kept was clean. Her clothes, maybe not new, but always washed, so forth. Think of that and then what we're hearing at the Rhode Island State House for these people that are sleeping out, right, camping out with an encampment at the State House, and then they're throwing human waste and then there's syringes, and then there's needles, and there's all that, that trash, syringe needles stuck in a bench, and then there's you know toilet paper thrown over the wall. That that is just human waste left around. If if you put these individuals into a nice home, it would then they'd turn it into a pigsty. They would. That that's not about being. Something's wrong and they find themselves homeless. That That's just being a slob. Now, what may be willing to, to bet, a big part, as I've said last time, a big part of homeless. And I think this has to be vetted out by the McKee administration. So there are people at the state house that are injecting drugs. Now, that's one class 
of individuals. That's a problem. You know, that is a problem. It does go hand in hand. So much substance abuse. You know, there are, it used to be years ago, it would be the mentally ill because there would be someone, there was something wrong with them that they're sleeping outside, they're sleeping on a park bench. I've dealt with families that would say some a family member went off their medication. They don't like the way it makes them feel. Next thing you know, they're homeless. But so much of it goes into people that have a drinking problem or a drug problem. And then when you're doing that, as I've said, um, I saw a very insightful interview with someone that said, when I was using, my objective was always to be as close to the drugs as possible. So I didn't plan on being homeless, but I lived too far away. I wasn't going to go back and forth. I wanted to stay as close as possible. And so whatever it was, if it was in an alley, it was on a bench, I just wanted to be as close as possible. I knew, okay, it's nighttime. I got the drugs. I'm going to want more drugs tomorrow. So I'm going to stay close to where I'm going to be. But you have that, and then the Providence Journal of the media, they try to do these stories of, look at these people there, living out of their car, it's a family, and they got evicted out of their home. So there's, there's different categories of it. If you have people that have a drug problem, with all the resources we have, then something should be done to try to help those individuals with their substance abuse problem. If you truly have someone that was whatever, a landlord forced them out. They lost the job. They're living out of a car, let alone if there are actually children involved. Those are people that need housing, even if it's temporary housing. But my problem right now is everybody's treated all the same, when it's clearly not the same of that. The drug situation is a very serious situation. I mentioned Um, I think last night. So someone that I went to school with passed away, died. I didn't ask a lot of questions. I didn't need to. The last time I saw him, he seemingly had a serious drug problem. Folks, I was speaking with a member of law enforcement the other night. I mean, there's so many people. It's happening every week of people, and they're not old, but they're dying from, from drugs. They think they're doing cocaine. The cocaine is laced with fentanyl and anyone that if you follow the first responders the way i do the amount of overdose calls they get it i i don't think the general public has a real feeling of just how bad the situation is and you check the the death notices there are people dying left and right it's terrible absolutely terrible but, but there has to be done, something has to be done. If you have people that are truly homeless, so they have their tent at the state house, and then if they really, I don't know, are they protesting Governor McKee because they feel he's not doing enough for the homeless, or are they truly homeless? The person I interviewed when I was there last week, he has an apartment, but he's a homeless advocate, so he's staying there to show his support for the homeless. There's a difference between that. If there are people up there that are using needles and then they're just throwing human waste over the rail, I'm willing to bet that's someone with a substance abuse problem. I believe that's very problematic. You see all the cigarette buds? I'm not saying, I mean, something has to be done, especially in Rhode Island where Los Angeles supposedly has 65 to 70,000 homeless people. Uh, something needs to be done. And the McKee people are saying, well, we're going to get this warming center. But that, that's still not doing enough. What was also interesting to me is when I was in um, Eastern Europe last March, I didn't see any homeless people in Poland. Now, I, I know they tend to be Europe's far more generous with social services. Um, there's a lot of, lot of drawbacks. I, I didn't see any homeless. There's different parts of the country you don't see a lot of homeless. I think it's also a lot of people, their first response is, oh, isn't that terrible? You know, and I've heard from different people saying, oh, this money to Ukraine, I'd rather, I think there's some people in our own country we should be taking care of. Well, we spend a lot of money on resources, but there is I think, as I've said, there needs to be different categories of individuals. If someone is in their 20s or 30s or 40s, 
and they're seemingly in good health, I think it's a fair question to ask, how come they're not employed? Why, you know, there's various factors that attribute it to that. I know the homeless advocates want to believe it can happen to anybody and blah, blah, blah. But that I don't believe that. There are people that it may not be great, but they live in a garage or they live in someone's basement or they live in someone's attic or they some variation like that. And they're not just pitching a tent at the blanking state house, throwing needles over the wall like it's a big trash. Now, granted, I also think there are some trash dispensaries down there. And I don't know, maybe it was the chicken or the egg that they put them there because of homeless people. It was always there. So maybe it's night. Someone's like, I just throw it close and then somebody picks it up. Either way, listen, it looks bad and it shouldn't be going on. But. It, it is uh, remarkable that that sounds that sounds like a very solvable problem. I don't think the solution are all these hotel vouchers. I mean, I, I don't think that if people are throwing human waste over the rail at the state house, which you can see on the screen behind me, or if they're throwing, you know, they have needles. Just ask yourself: Do you want that person in the room next to you at the hotel? They're going to ruin the hotel. You want to put them in temporary housing? They, they're going to, if anyone is doing, whoever's doing that, they're going to turn that into a pigsty. You know, it, it starts to become, what, do we have to clean up? For instance, I, I can't stand the people that throw the cigarette butts. As a friend of mine said years ago, the world is my ashtray. Boom. And of course, look at the state house. It's all a pile of litter, cigarette butts, needles. You know, human waste, Ugh. absolutely disgraceful, disgusting. That should not be going on. There's no reason for it. There's a big difference between someone that then is living that way or someone that truly has, you know, they're, they're really down on their luck. But I, I don't think the hotel voucher thing is, there are some people that they, that's like, that's like the Nilo Hotel. They loved it. Come on. They they actually liked it. It's like, hey, that's a pretty nice hotel. They got put up there for the winter. I, I'm not convinced they were feeling the need to go out and get employment and even find their own place. I think it becomes a little bit of, why should I? I kind of like it here. This is nice. It's nice being a nice, clean hotel. Clean up, maid service, you know, mini bar, whole thing. That doesn't sound positive. Folks, at 1249, I want to remind you that if you have a pest problem, that can be 12 months of the year. The only thing that change will change is different types of pests. That's where Falcon Pest Service Services comes in. Whether it's residential or commercial, call them today. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts since 2006. If you're looking for an exterminator, get rid of the property. Maybe it's a one-time. Maybe it's monthly. Maybe it's quarterly. Maybe it's yearly. Residential or commercial, get rid of them. If you have, especially termites, they don't leave on their own. Bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, God forbid, rats, Many other pests, whether it's for a home, condo, apartment, if you're a landlord, call them. Extermination services for restaurants, office buildings, schools, hotels, and other commercial businesses. Falcon Pest Services. Call them today. Schedule your free consultation, 401-739-1322. If you have, some people, it does feel like an invasion. You have unwelcomed Visitors into your home or business, Falcon Pest Services, 401-739-1322. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1250. It is decision day down in Georgia. I don't know what to make of that. It sounds like heavy, heavy voter turnout. And that doesn't sound positive for the, yeah, that's right, for the um, Republican Party in, in, in any way. 
So I don't know what's going to happen with um, with Herschel Walker. You know what's also interesting is Peter Narona was the attorney general was on CBS. CBS News did a a story on that's um there's going to be a lot of controversy with that with the company that private company that bought that uh, took over Fatima and Roger Williams and um and now um American healthcare institutions being taken apart shut down investors looking for profits that that's a problem I may play some of the sound in that in the next hour but that is definitely a problem I like uh, and I'll play more sound I'll play some sound next hour President Biden asked why won't you visit the southern border Biden there's more important things going on nothing nothing they they you why why wouldn't you try to combat or combat I should say the fentanyl problem and the drugs coming into the country and won't visit the the southern border. It's like I said, I because they like an open border. We have open borders with the state. You know, it's very problematic. Beginning next year, the race Biden is expected to announce after the holidays. And right now, it certainly looks that he's going to run for re-election. The Republican Party cannot afford to lose the 2024 presidential race. They just can't. Or the country will be permanently changed. We're already seeing certain states that, unfortunately, Rhode Island's on the list. It's it's drifting farther and farther away. It's becoming more and more progressive socialists. And it's not positive. It's not positive for people who work. It's not positive for people that want to, you know, raise and, and enjoy a good quality of life. All of those types of Democrat-run cities, they become high crime, high taxes, very little bang for your buck. Do you notice there's also, there's a problem with younger people bringing knives to school, weapons to school. That, that, that needs to, I, I don't know exactly what the answer is, but something needs to be done. I'm seeing right now, there's a story seven years later, three weeks into the campaign, President Trump has yet to leave his home state to hold a public campaign event in an early voting state. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that next hour a little bit. He, I mean, he, he's got some, he's got some legal trouble. He does that I'm sure he needs to straighten out a little bit first. Um, but, but if, if President Biden is running in 2024, that that the the country I I don't what what are we going to look like? What is the the country going to look like if it's Biden and Harris for four more years after that? I I mean this is going to be a difficult two years now, let alone if in fact he he then is able to stay in office four more years. That is a very winnable election if he runs again. Folks, now it is obviously getting colder, although we're having a little bit of a mild spell this week. But fill up your tank this winter with Matthews Oil Company. Call them today, 401-942-7500. Maybe you had bad problem or bad experience with your current oil company or maybe the last season. Call Matthews Oil Company today, 24 Emergency Service, 401 942 7,500. Four generations keep your home comfortable and safe. And remember, if you're on a budget, you can ask about various payment plans that are available. Matthews Oil Company. Call today. Free consultation. 401-942-7500. Matthews Oil. Premier dealer, Rhode Island. Highest quality heating fuels. They take pride. We're providing reliable, affordable service and They offer 24-hour emergency service called Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500. Well, folks, good afternoon. Coming up at 1256, we will be doing Facebook Live. Later, we will be doing also episode four with Cranston PD. 
Cranston PD Live. That is tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. That seems to be building. People like it. It's great. Direct access. We ride right along with the Cranston police. And uh, you can see that on Facebook Live. The other episodes, I post them on the website. They're on the Facebook page. And then they're also, it's right in Facebook Watch. And you can see it all. Cranston PD Live. People really seem to appreciate it and like it. It's not easy. Um, it's it's not easy with police. And I also have found it's, it is problematic, the people that are just out on the roads. And the car is not insured. The car is not registered. And think of the problems that that enters into. But the, the more that the state continues this attitude where things are just offered for free to people, right? This whole business, like, we'll handle it. We'll take care of it. You have to ask yourself, is Rhode Island getting safer or is it getting more dangerous? It sure seems like it's getting more dangerous. You know, especially you read the website, topetro.com, that Richard Gardner, I remember when he got out, it was a big deal where he was staying in Providence. Even Alorza was protesting that. And the the amount of people, or even in Cranston, where they have that Harrington Hall, and the parents have to be careful of, there's all sex offenders living, not all, but a lot of them living there, you know, making their way around the streets. Folks, I want to remind you, the Democrat Party, that Rhode Island Progressive Democrat Party, They want to abolish the prisons, defund the police. It's so detrimental to the quality of life that we, you want to enjoy, I want to enjoy, that quality of life we deserve. But they just thrive on this attitude and atmosphere of lawlessness. So Biden running again, he's acting like it, announced after the holidays. But I want to just come back to um, folks closer to home. This things have I, I don't know what's going to happen. Governor McKee right now is spending a lot of time behind closed doors and the progressive advocates. So they are, he's working on his budget. And, and so he's not making a lot of appearances, which I'm actually fine with. Everything doesn't have to be a photo op. You don't need a governor running out everywhere. I mean, I think there was almost too much of that during the the campaign. But I want to see how they're going to handle uh, what the budget's going to be because they, they, they have instituted so many programs because of all this COVID money. But so many of those progressive advocates, they then claim like, well, you can't stop that program now. You have to keep it going. And what do you mean there's going to be cuts? And there's no one worse than, than Alorza with these reparation programs that he's giving out. Just ridiculous. I repeat what I've been saying. There's nothing for the individuals who follow the law, pay their taxes, try to work hard, you know, uh, dual income within the household. You never hear of anything being offered for them. Everything is for the downtrodden, for the homeless, for the drug addicts, for the, uh, the, the those in poverty, the needy, everything is that. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna break for the one o'clock news. Folks, we have another full hour to go. I have a lot of sound to get to. Facebook Live is later. It's John DePietro. We'll be back on the other side. Leave it here after the 1 o'clock. WNRI One Socket.